Welcome to the Outer Realm with Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Passano. Airing live on the United Public Radio Network, 105.3 FM in New Orleans. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Wednesday night segment of the Outer Realm. We're broadcasting live here on the United Public Radio Network, UFO Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7 FM from New Orleans and brand new for us. Also streaming live on Roku. Yes, you heard it right. Roku. So now you can watch it right from the comfort of your own living room right anyway we're fully sponsored by the amazing people over at Folgers coffee who have been a part of our journey since the very beginning big thank you to Folgers would not be the same without you and we appreciate you so very much also big thank you to dr snick aka justin snicker the sonic surgeon for his contribution of his voice and his music to our intro and outro he's an award-winning composer of halloween horror sci-fi and dark wave electronic music which can be found anywhere that good music can be found so check him out big thank you to steve mcginnis the artist behind any of our logos at the outer realm you can find them on instagram and facebook check them out he's got stuff ready to go and does amazing horror custom pieces very talented jet so tonight for the very first time uh we are welcoming florida bigfoot researchers tim and Wynette turner and funny story how i actually uh came to connect with them uh tim had commented on our youtube channel actually on uh, ron morehouse segment if you guys remember quantum bigfoot and you know sort of made a mention about what he did and of course we're always looking for really uh you know talented researchers especially you know in, in the obscure a little bit different and uh you know, asked him to reach out, and he did. And here he's going to be with us tonight, uh, along with Wynette. So really looking forward to meeting them. He's just been really awesome to deal with um, just via email. So I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. But in order to participate tonight in our uh, chat room, guys, please remember when we're dealing with um, the guests and trying to get to questions and comments, just picture an eight-lane superhighway coming into like one lane. It's kind of like that in the soundboard. We have to sort of keep up with what we're talking about, and we try to get to everyone. So it's not like we're jumping over you. There's just another eight like or seven other platforms from where you are. So on YouTube, we're looking at, of course, the Outer Realm, UFO Paranormal Radio, and UFO Gods and Extraterrestrials. Facebook, we've got UFO Paranormal United Public Radio. Uh, Canada's Most Haunted, News on the Flip Side, The Outer Realm, and of course, Roku. And we're not getting messages from Roku, so just down to seven. That just kind of increases your odds a little bit. So as people are chiming in here, uh, we'll wait for the guests uh, to pop in. So hello, Thomas. Hello. And let me just put everybody up here. Hello, Thomas. Hello, William. Oh, hello. Uh, BF. We were just talking, I think. <laughs> hey, Wayne. Hey, Janie. 
So yeah, here we are. Okay, so we're kind of all over the place. There we go. Um, so yeah, we will wait for them to come in. Um, there's a lot of stuff that comes in. I mean, he made mention, of course, um, hey, Pamela, of the Skunk Ape. And I know that in New Orleans, which is where you know the network is from, also the Skunk Ape. So I'm really looking forward to, to getting the similarities. And we shall wait no more because our dynamic duo have just arrived. Hello. Hi. Hey, hello. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> Good. How are you guys? Good. 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 Hey, Marisol. People are just chiming in, filling up. So um, there are seven chat rooms because we are also live on Roku. And there's not a chat room there, but there will be seven. I will put up the comments, read them out because being an FM station, we have a huge audio listenership and then you'll be welcome to answer anything as it comes forward, just to simplify things a little bit. So how are you? And thank you for being here on such short notice. Doing good. Yeah. Uh, yes, no problem, great. Yeah. Awesome. So I always like to start at humble beginnings. How does one just, decide one day you know what we're just going to go chase and this elusive being <laughs> just, most people kind of go uh, no <laughs> so did, was it from an experience is it just something was it a curiosity what was it exactly whoever wants to start you guys will have the floor it was it was um like in the past like way back in the 70s we would see stuff every once in a while like from the everglades with david Sheely. And then sometimes you would see stuff on TV, but, and mainly like um, way back then you had the six million dollar man, right? And had Andre the Giant playing the Bigfoot, <laughs> right? Right. Um, yes. And then, uh, <laughs> and then here we have this the Bigfoot shows, and they're going out, but they're never showing anything on TV. Just decided, right. well, you know what? I've, I've got all this experience hunting, and I've never seen one. While I'm out there hunting, right? I want to start really looking and seeing if they're real. So right. I started searching around a little bit on YouTube and the internet to see if there was anybody in Florida showing anything. And I right. started finding some a couple people that were actually showing something and started kind of learning what to look for. Right. So I, I took my hunting skills, my tracking skills, and I started going out to certain areas and finding their footprints and uh, i found a really good trackway uh, one of my first times out and the footprints were six inches and nine inches and wow. there were several of them wow. they had come out on a trail had went back in the bushes and then like later in the night had come back out going back the opposite way and um, i made casts of those measured them Mm -hmm. And even the the six inch footprints were further apart than I could step. Wow, wow! So would those be considered? So it, I mean, they'd be something like that. Would you they be considered juvenile? Somebody walking barefoot. Yeah, it was a juvenile. Right. It would have been a juvenile Bigfoot. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Wow. So, um, we could. I mean, you hear so much about. I'm going to try to get to questions before, because I, I know I can already tell <laughs> there's going to be a few for you. Um, we'll get to William. Okay, let's just go in. Uh, quite a bit of information out there. They all seem to agree that he smells really bad. Okay, comment. Um, I guess that's also a, a good question because anybody times. that I've experienced who have 
come into contact or been in the vicinity said it's a very pungent smell. Is that right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I've only smelled them a couple of times. Right. They, they don't always smell bad. But it, it is like a really like a wet dog stinking type of smell, something kind of rotten. Right. Kind of mixed together. Yeah. Right. So what um, what prompted you? You just decided we're going to do this. And when it's like, yeah, I'm, I got your back. <laughs> what made you decide that this was something you wanted to get involved in? Well, um, actually, for me, I have believed that believed since I was like 13 um, because we we lived in a, um, a mobile home back then. Right. And we were up late one night, like playing games and stuff. And then all of a sudden we hear. Like now heavy footprints outside of our trailer footsteps footsteps yeah, yeah. footsteps but, I said, <laughs> but it they, but it, it was like jarring the the uh, trailer wow and this this went on for like 10 15 minutes and but we would walk down one end of the trailer and it would whatever it was would would walk down the end of the trailer Wow. And it would go back the other way and it would go that way. And it was just, it was just jarring the trailer. And, um, and then we heard like the back doorknob jing jiggle, you know, and my mom, she, she got the, the, the shotgun out or rifle, whatever she had then mm -hmm. just in case. Right. Whatever this was, was trying to fix, fix the coming to the house. <laughs> wow. But, but after that, it pretty much quit. Wow. So, you know, there was, I don't know what it was, but whatever it was, was heavy. Yes. I've, I've heard of them doing that. Like, did you think family. that's like an intimidation thing? Like, or a curiosity I, thing? I did. Well, the, and this was, this was like, and it wasn't in the woods. We right. lived, we were like surrounded yeah. by orange, orange trees. Yeah. Orange yeah. That's what I mean. But, like, that's a bit brazen. I would be like, wow, you know. But my brother, he <laughs> he experienced stuff. And I had a, actually two brothers that had um, experiences like this. Like The one brother, he walked outside and he saw something that was taller than like a seven, probably a seven foot, six, seven foot orange tree. Mm -hmm. And he could see something above it standing there and then there in this same area i had another brother and his friend they were just riding around in the groves just for kicks you know mm. and they stopped probably to make a pit start a pit stop or something yeah and um my brother he saw something in the rear view mirror then it started like bouncing the trunk you know i mean it was bouncing the car so they they got in the, the the other guy got back in the car and they got out of there because it scared them. Oh heck so, yeah! There, there, been, there was been there were other <laughs> incidences that people talked about out there in that mm -hmm. same area. And now that area now is the, the orange groves are gone, the orange trees are gone, and you got housing developments and everything out there. It all it looks totally different now. So it squeezed yeah. them out 
like that you know yeah, yeah. yeah. yes right right so, yeah. i don't know be a little bit a uh, little bit <laughs> a little bit much i mean we have property up in the area um a couple of hours away where they're known to be and this is like northern ontario area northeastern ontario in canada and i mean they hear people hear tree you know the tree like the the tapping and they they find they have found like there have been sightings of them everywhere we had a caretaker on the property and we just had somebody on the show talking about you know what to do and what not to do and i'm going to ask you you got you guys your opinion on this but it's like whatever you do don't get out there with the pots and pans start making all this noise they take it as a sign of war i messaged my caretaker whatever you do <laughs> apparently this is a sign of war don't do it he's like okay okay because <laughs> it was because he was hearing things at like four and five in the morning it was dark out it's very remote and he goes i don't think there's anybody out there that hour in the dark chopping wood or that kind of thing you know so what are your thoughts on that what's the do's and the don'ts yeah, we don't we don't make any sounds, any noises like that. We don't get out there and knock on trees or do any of that stuff. Okay. And one thing too, I mean, I, I was a hunter, so I've always used to being quiet in the woods. Right. And right. I'm, I'm quiet and I listen. I can actually hear them. I can hear them getting close to us, walking, moving, breaking small tree branches, okay. stuff like that. I listen to the birds. You can hear okay. the birds actually. Start sounding off and being everybody around yeah oh wow I, that would make sense i would not want to be um i would want to be more respectful as, as, as also falls mm -hmm. under that you know just not being heard maybe it won't be seen yeah <laughs> <laughs> just sort of stand of everybody's way uh -huh. so so that's been where you guys have had most success is just being quiet and letting yeah. them get a feel for you as well yes yes and they'll get real close to us oh wow really and I guess that's going to bring me to Wayne's yeah. question. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Wayne's question. Because thanks for coming on. Did you feel disoriented when and or encountering these beings? I mean, I if you're very quiet, you're not obviously not on edge. No, I'm, I don't. I, I'm not afraid of them or anything. I I can actually feel them. It's it's like a pressure on my head. Mm -hmm. I can actually feel them watching. Interesting. It's, it's kind of like um a lot of the Vietnam veterans have. Kind of got like a sixth sense when they yes. were young. Yes. That, and I can feel them. Wow. It's like a, it must be like an energy thing. Just I've like only had it. twice that I've actually had to be where it makes you, yeah, it makes you like kind of, well, it doesn't make me really disoriented, but it made me like had a dread feeling. It felt like I had to leave, like I needed to get out of the area. Yeah. Like something's coming out at you to fight you. Right. Yeah. I've I've heard this before with other people who have been on. Um, we had one of the gentlemen, uh, Kyle, from um, Alaska, Killer Bigfoot, and he's just a tracker because I was just there to protect everybody from bears. He goes, I didn't know what to expect. He goes, but he goes now. He yeah. says I've got a very healthy um, outlook and respect um, because they had experienced so many things, you know. Mm -hmm. But that's what uh, what he was saying was you just get the sense like you feel it in your body. Yeah. You do, yeah. Yes. Um, okay, we're going to jump ahead a little bit. There's been releases that say that Bigfoot are actually a type of uh, ET or alien, uh, not just a wild thing. <laughs> oh, wild thing could fall under many different things here. Hold on. Uh, stories <laughs> about tribes that went to battle with groups of Bigfoot and said it didn't go well. 
That's a, that's a very interesting comment. Or any um, Native American Indian tribes that had fought with them, yeah. And there were some actually right. too, that actually like three different tribes that actually traded with the Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, there, there's a lot of folklore about that, right? With there the is, indigenous yeah. groups. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of Native Americans all had it in their history. Yes. Yes. Mm. Um, so, okay. Obviously, you've had a lot of experiences. Just how close are you? <laughs> like, I, if I had him in my backyard, I guess where I'm going, I'd be a little bit, a little bit concerned. But in the same respect, not really, because you, you obviously share space, and you guys are more than okay with it. Are you guys relatively close to these guys? Do they follow you home? No, they don't follow no. us home. No. They've not followed you. Eh? I haven't no. had any kind of signs of them following us home. No. Right, right. Well, I guess that's good news. There's never really been any kind of violent or or threatening. Right. Well, I, I actually yeah, like they, to they hear that. Yeah, I yeah. actually like yeah. to hear that because they, they get a bad rap, don't they? They do. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. when he, like when we're out there, though, and he, he says, okay, I, I feel like they're watching us. Mm -hmm. I never... I never get a sense of fear or anything. Mm -hmm. so, um, so if they're there, they, they're not sending off like uh, bad signs to us. Yeah, yeah. They're not threatening you or, yes. or giving that, that vibe. Do they interact with you? Do they, they try to interact with you? Yeah. That's the they, yeah. They've thrown small sticks at us before. <laughs> At least it's not a rock. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're gentle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but but that's also a curiosity because again, you know, anything that you know that I've seen in research or people have talked about is they'll hurl stones at you, sometimes big ones, or yeah. you know, yeah. big logs, yeah. or yeah. so. I, I mean, sticks are okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know, just being yeah. gentle with you. I, I think that's sticks. interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um. Pamela asked, "What kind of equipment do you guys use?" Yeah, we've actually we've we've grown with our equipment because I actually started out using two cell phones. Yeah, and uh, filming with the cell phones, and then I went and uh, I bought a camcorder, then I bought a GoPro. So we we use a camcorder, a GoPro, and a thermal camera now too. Mm -hmm. I've had the thermal camera for about a year. Mm -hmm. Right, and we we catch them a lot with the thermal camera because it. Yeah, it catches them. It works off the heat, time or night time. It works off the heat, so we right. catch them. You'll you'll see them a lot of times. So they just they look black hot, just like we do. Yeah. Right, right. And yeah. do you find that they've got a specific type of? I mean, I say I call will call it language because I look at this them as just being people, beings of, of another, whether they're interdimensional, dimensional, whatever the case may be. Um, you yeah, know, they're individuals. Do, yeah, do you find that they, they communicate um, with yeah. each other um, to maybe to try to notify one another that you guys are in the area? Yeah, they have different. When, when we're out there, a lot of times you can hear them whistle. Sounds just like a human whistling. Oh, yeah. And sometimes they'll be on each side of the trail. They'll be following us on each side of the trail and they'll be whistling back and forth at each other. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And then we've also caught some, uh, some language on the, 
yes. audio recorder yeah. that we've left out like over over a couple of weeks at a time. Oh wow. We'll go back and get it. And I've got actually some language and stuff on there too. Wow. Is some, it... of it, some of it sounds like a cave. You can hear like it almost sounds like grunts and then hitting a tree, grunts, hitting a tree, grunts, hitting a tree. Mm -hmm. And you can tell it back and forth between two or three different individuals. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is there anything ever um, like audible that you understand? Because there are some researchers out there, and we'll get to the whole, you know, researchers thing in a moment. But some of them claim that that they can, if they can get a dialogue going with them, that they they've been taught or they how to say names and and things like that. Do you think that's a possibility? I, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I'm I'm getting to the point now where I'm I'm talking to them more when I'm out there mm -hmm. talking to them because I think they can understand us. Yeah. And I'm trying to get word to see if they can actually speak or, or talk to us back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think if they trusted you enough and if you were repetitive and the things that you were saying, I can't see why they wouldn't. I mean, they're obviously very clever. They managed to elude yeah. the world for the most part, you they're know? So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, another comment question. Stories about tribes that went to battle with groups of Bigfoot. So that didn't go on. That's not the one. Sorry, William. This is what I wanted. Uh, <laughs> if the Indians traded with them, I wonder if you could bait them out with offerings. Actually, yeah, it, you can. Um, I have a really good picture, too, that I don't I don't share it. I only show it to people on my phone because it's my buddy's picture. Right. Where yeah. we were leaving, I was actually I was leaving gifts. Right. I had a couple of game cameras set up, and uh, <clears throat> we would go in there, leave the gifts, and as we're turned walking away, we would film behind us. And my buddy called a juvenile, a really good picture on film. He came Aww. out real quick, right behind us, and grabbed the gift. Oh. See it in his hand. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's actually really impressive because you know you have a juvenile, you're going to have an adult. Yeah. not very far off and the fact that the adult would oversee and not try to stop the juvenile from coming forward and collecting it they must trusted yeah. you enough yeah. Yeah, to I allow think. that to happen that says a lot yeah that yes sir yeah i love that i love that um okay we're gonna keep going down keep going down tim and Wynette have some great videos on their channel yes and you know what I'm going to do right now, actually? Give me a moment. Let me go and copy and paste this Facebook, and I'm going to get your banner up and running. See, I'm oh. just so into, like, just sitting here talking to you. Yeah. I'm just going to put this up one second. <laughs> Bear with me, people. Bear no. with me. Okay. Yeah. And I'm just going to no, go I'm here. Channel, I, I share a lot of stuff that we're finding. Okay. I'm just going to copy and paste and your YouTube channel. Paste. There we go. Save. There we go. Bam. <laughs> wow. Okay. Right, here it is. <laughs> All right. They'll be there forever. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's talk about um, researching. Um, obviously, it's like any field. You have those who get it right. You have those who come up with their own phenomenal ways of doing things. Then you mm -hmm. get those who shouldn't do it. So <laughs> just like, don't, don't do that. So what are your thoughts on that? Do you, do you find that it's, um, 
do you find that there's a lot more people out there who just want to go capture them, you know, whether it's killing them, capturing them, as opposed to just observing them? Like, what, what's the ratio to that? And you're because you're in the field, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's that many people that actually want to kill one. I, I think most people. That's want to changed just, then. Yeah. I think most people want to actually just see one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's great if you can definitely. And I think that's changed. See one step out front. Of yeah. It has. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I, I know there's still some people that want to kill one, and, and that's true. There's some. Yeah. But I yeah. think the government would come in and take it real quick, too. I think the government knows the real, and they, they would come in and take it from you. Well, um, allegedly, when Mount St. Helen erupted, there yeah. were witnesses that claimed that there were two or three military helicopters that were carrying. We don't know if they were deceased, if they were just, you know, hurt, um, but they were being they were being airlifted out. Three, two or yeah. three of them, Bigfoot, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and well, also, I think in some states it's illegal to kill them. I think California is one of them. Uh, what is what's the laws in Florida with that? Um, I've only seen in one one of the hunting brochures that tells you about the what you can kill and can't kill. There's mm -hmm. only one that I've seen so far that says you cannot kill a skunk ape. Okay, so yeah. you guys call it skunk ape there as well, just like New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I right. think we have a mixture. I think we have. A mixture of skunk apes, Sasquatch. There may actually be something else too that I'm starting to learn could be like an ancient, ancient people or ancient ones. Right, right. I'm, I'm seeing different things. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, okay, one moment. Uh, uh, what the, I wonder what the Indians did that made Bigfoots go battle with them. I mean, what would actually make a Bigfoot mad? It's a good question because I would think they would want to be fairly elusive and and not be bothered with anybody. I mean, they've existed all this time. What would make them come out um, and want to wage war or defend themselves, whatever the case may be? The only ones I really know of that were actually in a battle like that, they said that they, uh, the Bigfoots were cannibals and the Indians were trying to kill them off. Alaska. Them so yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah. Alaska. That's, that was exactly what, um, the Alaskan killer Bigfoot story was of the indigenous people when they were on the show. When mm -hmm. Kyle was on the show, so that was the story anyway. Yeah, I guess you'd want to pretty much defend yourself at that point. Uh, so kind of, you know, creepy to think about it. Um, when you have been in your excursions, looking and seeking them out or sharing space, do you ever notice any other odd anomalies like orbs or UFOs? Yes. I mean, Florida's riddled with everything, so yeah, we have a lot of orbs that we catch on uh, game camera, right? And it's in the same areas that I'm finding the footprints and, and the hairs and okay, everything else with the Bigfoot. Um, I've caught them on the game camera, the orbs. Mm -hmm. I've actually caught them on a video one time where it looks like um, a juvenile Sasquatch came in as an orb and then changed and was running to get into a position behind a blind that they had a natural blind to watch us. Wow. Yes. And I've also caught orbs on the thermal camera during the daytime as mm -hmm. each signature and the other cameras did not pick it up, could not see it. And wow. we didn't see it. We couldn't see them with our eyes either. Yeah. I picked it up and caught it with them um, because it's a heat, giving off heat. Right. 
Right. Yep. I was going to ask you what your opinion was on what the orbs were, but do you, you think it would, that's we're dealing with, you know, yeah, these beings? Yeah, I think they're connected with the Bigfoots. I think they use them. Yeah, they use that energy with the orbs. Yes. Yeah. Right, right. Um, you've listened to Ron Morehouse, of course. I, I just love him. I saw him actually on the last and killed a Bigfoot. I went, I got to get this guy. Yep. <laughs> this is the whole, it's the first time I had yeah, actually. Yeah, Ron Morehouse yeah, really good yeah. of Oh, yeah, right? I, mm. I mean, everything made sense after I listened to Ron. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is actually something that I can resonate with. Um, what are your thoughts on that, the whole quantum thing? Yeah, I'm really thinking that the quantum physics, the science from it is really helping to explain a lot of things that's going on with them, the okay. things that we're experiencing. Because right. we try to do a lot of stuff scientifically, mm -hmm. as far as like measuring footprints, the step, the stride, mm -hmm. um, detect any type of um, radio frequencies. Right. Um, we use stuff like that. We collect hairs forensically and look at them with the microscope. Mm -hmm. And I, I think the, the quantum physics, the science part of the quantum physics is going to help explain a lot of things that's going on yeah. as far as the orbs, the energy, yes. how yeah. fast they're running, how fast they move. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I find it interesting how you have footsteps that just stop. Yes. And I, I think that has to do with the energy and the orbs as well. Right. Right. So... And also see like when when ed has seen them before she she'll see sometimes one peeking out from behind a tree and she'll tell me to start filming yeah. over that direction and it'll mm -hmm. move and she won't see it no more and i've actually seen one move i've seen one move it was my size it was human size and it moved so fast it was just a gray flash and there's there's no animals out there that big that size yeah. that it could have been right yeah. wow wow um, there's also been people have mentioned um, mm. shadow beings. Yeah, shadow yes. beings. Yeah, I think I've caught some of them on film too, on camera. Yeah. Do you think they're one of the same, or do you just think? Do you just think that they just come in through this this portal, this gateway, and, and things come in with them, or they're just extraterrestrial? They're, do you think that they're, you know, like like. Are they here? Are they underground? I mean, let's face it, we've got cave systems and dense woods all over the planet. Move around. Yeah. And we think they use caves and stuff down in the aquifer, too. There's, there's a bit underneath us. And we think there's cave systems down there that they use. Right. Yeah. Right. So basically, when they need to get away in a pinch, they're like this. And yeah. yeah. Otherwise, they, they just have their, their paths. Um, yeah. Do you ever come across anything um, like nesting areas? Yeah, we have. We we found um a couple of times we found something that looks like it could have been in a, ne a nesting area. Right. Um, one time we were in the Everglades and we found found a nesting area that was up in the tree where they would have been staying out of the water. And I've right. also had a couple of places too that I'm pretty sure is actually a portal, like one one cabbage palm that we kept watching. Mm -hmm. um, and my game camera, I kept seeing faces in it from time to time. And you would see them watching the deer. When the deer come by, you could see them, their face moving and watching the deer go by. So that's interesting. When you say that, is it, I've, I've, I've spoken to people and I've seen things like this myself, where it's almost like a distortion 
in time. And, and the best way to explain it or to explain it would be like translucent or iridescent. It's just sort of like heat coming off a hot sidewalk. You know, it's just sort of a of a ripple mm -hmm. in 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 the time or the area, the space. Is that is that a little bit similar to what um, you saw, where you think this is a portal? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it yeah. is. Eh? Yeah, yeah. See, that's it, it interesting. Looks a little different on camera than it would normally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Hmm. That's interesting because there are times where you could just see that with, with the naked eye, but people, I just don't think, I think it comes down into one of those situations where you don't know what you're looking at or you're just too busy to pay attention to the fact that there's something just different mm -hmm. about a certain spot. Yeah. Yeah. So, because I would think, you know, I have an elderly friend who works a lot with energy and, and planetary. He does a lot of planetary works. Very, very gifted. Never met anyone like him. And, mm -hmm. uh, when he was brought to my attention, his assistant said, she goes, he's not from here and he's a gift to humanity. I'm going, aren't we all? You know, I hadn't met him yet. <laughs> so like, we're all a gift to humanity. Anyway, I met him and I went, no, this guy's a gift to humanity. So when something happens to him, like the planet will lose, you know, a, a really big ally. And he's worked with Bigfoot and he sees, he can see things. Um, he can see dimensionally and he can see portals and things like that. And he can see them you know, through remote viewing and things like that. It's fairly fascinating. That's why when people think, well, I think this is a thing. I'm thinking, I'm pretty sure it's a thing. This guy's got it together as I think he is uh, definitely a thing, yep. you know, so. Yeah. And um, the portals, I mean, NASA. Yeah. So it was actually studying the portals. You know, they exist um, yes. with the quantum physics scientists. They know there's 11 dimensions and probably a lot more. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, stuff like that, is, it's real. It's already been scientists mm -hmm. and NASA and stuff mm -hmm. studying. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I, maybe there's like maybe a bit of a time, a time difference as well. You know, maybe they move a few seconds quicker as well, which would explain also the sudden. Yeah. You really know, because that's also a theory. No, they move a few mm -hmm. seconds faster or they're, you know, they're obviously not slower because by the time you get to the spot, they're completely gone. <laughs> so, you know, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's definitely it, it's it's definitely interesting, and I think more and more people are starting to look at a more scientific approach to it. Mm -hmm. Now, like any field, you have you know ridicule, you have bullying, you have. I, I always say that there's enough research for anybody who wants to seriously mm -hmm. research and not just be a Yahoo out there. Um, yeah. Do you run into that in your field as well? You know, the bullying, the ridicule. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's one thing I, I would like to get rid of. I, I try to bring awareness to people and help get rid of the bullying and the ridiculing. Yes. Wow. Uh, I have a friend of mine that came to me and told me about a sighting he had, and he wouldn't tell anybody else because he was afraid he would get ridiculed. Yeah. Yeah, that's really sad. You would think yeah. in modern, in modern age of you know internet and cameras. Let's face it everybody's got one of these now yep, pretty much yep. everybody's got a cell phone everybody's got a camera um you know there's there's people out there finding and capturing all kinds of amazing evidence there's a lot of tv shows out there you know i'll, I'll plug i'll give a little plug to paranormal car and camera just because they show little video clips and you know of everyday people's videos so that it gives them an opportunity um to put something out there um you think just ease up a little bit. You think that people wouldn't be so afraid to come forward now? 
Yeah, and I don't understand, you know, why people will join a group and at first, you know, that they act like they're, you know, they're into the the research and everything. They start the the bullying. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, you know, well, it's like you just came on to bully. Right. Well, some people have too much time on their hands. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and you and you, you know, when you're online too, they, they'll call those trolls. They just go trolling yeah. for information, yeah. stirring yeah. things up. And it's sad yeah. because I think people who truly want to research, I'll use your field for you know as an example. People who really want to truly get to the bottom of what these beings are, um, they want to be serious about it. They want to share information. Yeah. You just want yeah. to bounce ideas around. And maybe learn from one another because that's how the field advances. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, otherwise, not, yes. You know, it doesn't go anywhere. No yeah, matter how strong. big or little, mm-hmm. whatever, however big or little, some some information somebody might have that's right. important to them, and and everybody needs to take it seriously. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we we started a Facebook group here recently for for our big focus and, and that's why we, we want people to come on there and share whatever they want to share with no ridicule and no bullying and anybody that wants to come on there and say a bunch of crap like that i'll, I'll ban them yeah, from the group because i want people to learn i want people to be yeah. able to share whatever that's they want not to what share it's to about, learn. yeah i'm going to put yeah. up your facebook page guys and we're going to just go click on it and join it there we go Okay. All right. Here we go. And I'm going to do the same thing with your YouTube page as well. So they can go in and share that also. Let me just click on it because I can't do it from here from the soundboard. So let's go here. All right. There we go. And then I'll have to scroll back up and get to. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. There we go. I have to go back up to get questions and comments. Um, I, I agree with you. I think that people like that hinder. The research I see it in many fields. The paranormal. I spent, you know, two yeah. decades literally in the field of the paranormal, and, and you branch out when you're in the paranormal. You branch out into everything: cryptozoology, mm-hmm. ufology, you, because it's it's all high strangeness. You know, you just right. Yep. You explore it all. There's so many similarities that people really don't know or realize how similar a lot of these things are, and you you just always have those people that can't put forward the serious research shows almost like they want to hinder everybody else from doing it. And it really does give the field a bad name. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know, like if I had a property to, to which I do have access to a property that has one and mm-hmm. you know, you would almost be hard pressed to find serious researchers who want to just, you know, like Ron Morehouse is just, like I said, I can go anytime you want, anytime you want free. I can just give you carte blanche <laughs> because I know He's serious. I'd give you, I would say to you guys, go ahead. I would not even think twice about mm-hmm. it. There's a hundred acres with caves and, and you know, and a lake and yeah. streams. And this is all part of this property. Mm-hmm. And there's sightings everywhere in the area. And there's just, mm-hmm. you know, you just don't want just anybody going on there because it can create a lot of issues for the species as well. Yeah, True. that's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, um okay we're gonna get into here we go adriana i think platforms like netflix and amazon prime are helping by making more documentaries available on these topics and bringing them into the mainstream more i agree mm-hmm. i do see more documentaries way more now and more serious documentaries i, I have to say it's just been 
Tubi, Tubi is free also, and they have a lot of documentaries. Yeah, on there as Tubi. Well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I take take whatever you can get. Anything mm -hmm. in in the field of of what I say, high strangeness, which kind of lumps everything in. Um, you're going to have those who take it seriously. Yeah, you're going to have those who don't. And unfortunately, those who don't make it much harder for the serious researchers yes. to mm -hmm. be able to, you know, do anything productive. Um, so that would be a big one. If you had to raise awareness, it'd be like, okay, people, can we just, can we just stop and, you know, not all yep. act like we're in the grade three schoolyard and can we all work together? Yep. That would yeah, be a good one. We have the BFRO.net, which has right. Be uh, the Bigfoot reports. Florida's number three on the list for reported sightings. You got Washington, and then California, and then Florida. Florida's got uh, everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have, I have to say it. We uh, research in an area in the central part of Florida that's called the Green Swamp. Right. And that there's all kinds of stuff in there. There's a lot of stuff going on in there. Some people refer to it as a skinwalker swamp. Okay, yeah. now you have my attention on something <laughs> a little bit of a different level. Okay, okay. So let's talk about the skinwalker yeah, sure does. swamp bit. Seminole Indian Reservation. Okay. So there, there was a whole bunch of different tribes of Indians all through Florida. Right. And then after the American Indian Wars, um, all of Central Florida became the Seminole Indian Reservation. So there's a lot of history too for them here for the from the indians right i'm even seeing some stuff i'm catching on camera that's making me think it could be some type of indian shaman or yeah. old indian shaman from the past even wow well they're so connected to the land the, indigenous people are so connected almost. see mm -hmm. when you describe that um in canada because we're streamed to New Orleans, but I'm actually in Canada. Mm -hmm. And we have beings that some people think are most likely skinwalker type beings mm -hmm. because they're these, but well, we call them wolf people only because they're, they, they lope, but then they mm -hmm. stop and they stand upright, but they, they, they can go down on all fours. They've got these long, long limbs and very long, lanky bodies and long, lanky snouts. Mm -hmm. They just look really mangy. They're not big, full-looking, you know, like, like let's say, like a dog man would be. Not that we don't have them, but these yeah. specific ones. And then mm -hmm. when they run, they lope, and then they stop, and they stand up, and then they just, they just, and I'm wondering if it's the same type of being as what you're describing. Yeah, very well could be, yeah. They're just, I don't know, you just see them, you're just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I have a friend in Colorado that looks just like what you're describing too. Oh, see, yeah, I shared that on my Facebook yeah. group. Yeah. Wow. So mm -hmm. we're just yeah, two different types of of, um, of beings all together. So you have obviously you've got a mix of of this. You have your your skunk ape, which is would be in the Everglades, right? Yeah. Much like I know in New Orleans, they're out they're out in the swamps out there as well. Yeah. Yeah, we, we think that they're from the Everglades all up along like the, the Gulf Coast, like through Pasco County. Right. Right. And then on up on right in, you know, up around that area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I know in those, because I mean, my producer Joe's in New Orleans, and um, I know he talks a lot about these things being in the swamps out there. 
And because mm-hmm. he's not far, he's like right on, right on the Gulf. And they have UFOs there. They see the mm-hmm. orbs. And again, you know, there's a guy with a science degree. It kind of goes out just like, you know, those swamp lights. <laughs> just like, no, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So it, it's, it's, it's fascinating, uh, you know, that you have them going through, you know, like there's obviously has to be like an entire community of these beings. Like there's, I think that would be one heck of a trek to be making to have yeah, like, for such a small group, right? Like, mm-hmm. are they not territorial as well? Um, I think they are territorial probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think they live in clans or tribes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. So there's a social structure to them. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Wow. Wow. Um, BF Bud, I've seen a video of ruined houses, a little city in the green swamp. Have you two come across any man-made structures there? The only one we've really come across was an old, an old house where there had been murders. Um, it's called the Stewart Homestead, and that's actually on Google Earth too. That's a mark on Google Earth. There's there's people that go out there all the time and stop by there and look at the grave sites and the old where the old house was. It's it's a little tiny it's like almost cabin, a, little yeah. tiny cabin. And the the uh, grave site is out there as well, mm-hmm. it's not too mm-hmm. far from it. Right. Do they? I mean, if they saw a structure yeah, like that, do you think that they would spend time around it, or do they just really try to avoid it altogether? Because I just I just envisioning all these people not running. <laughs> so I'm just trying to you know save some angst for the Bigfoot. <laughs> so. <Yeah. laughs> No, yeah. no, they probably wouldn't stay in it, I wouldn't think. Right. I don't think yeah. they, would, they would explore it, sure, for probably, sure, but yeah. I, they probably yeah. wouldn't stay there. No, probably yeah. not. Because he says you guys had a video on that on your channel that he thinks he saw. Yeah, he's probably talking about the... Yeah, probably that, yeah. The, the Stuart murder site. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, there, so is a, there is a, um, an old building, too, and one of our friends, Mike, that we go out with at his area in, in Pasco County. There was an old building that we got on film of once or twice there that he, BF Bud might be talking about that. Mm-hmm. But it's just like an old an old work building or something that's, that's like burned. Yeah. Abandoned. Yeah, yeah, abandoned. Right, right. I don't know. So I find it fascinating. I find what you guys do fascinating. Um, I, I wish I could just be in like a million places at the same time because mm-hmm. there's just so much I'd like to, I'm a big researcher. I research anything. I love it. I just, mm-hmm. I research something every day. You know, I just, I love to, it's part of my job and I really get into it. But this is something that fascinates me because there's, you know, they come by different names, different parts of the world, you know, yeah. different countries mm-hmm. Right. Same characteristics, but yet so very different. Do you have you guys investigated? Um, I think we had this question earlier. Someone was asking about Indiana. Have you guys investigated anything outside of Florida to see, like, are there similarities, differences? No, we haven't. No, no. just in Florida. Just in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, you wouldn't need to really if you've got this great rapport going on. You already have, yeah. you know, pretty much like a test subject. Why? Why go? Yeah, you we know. do. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and this this is all within an hour of our house. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 And there's there's some areas that are a little bit closer that we haven't really, but we really have um. Right. Right. We go through a lot and 
yeah, do a lot and find a lot. Um, what do you think about the Todd Standing documentary? I personally don't know anything about that, so I'm going to leave that to you too. <laughs> so, yeah, do you know I, anything about I, I really think Todd Standing stuff is real. So far, nobody's been able to show anything to disprove it. That's true. A, a lot of people say it's hoax, but nobody can prove it. Now, nobody, which video was this? This is on, and it's on YouTube. It's on uh, Amazon. I think it's on Netflix, Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Quite a few. And he actually, he shows like three of them up close. They're different individuals. He shows them up close. And uh, when Ed actually caught one on video here watching us that looks similar to one of the ones that he shows. It oh, wow. Like a line. Yeah, it, it, it really looks yeah, it like. It almost looks kind of like a the, line. The one that. Was up there in Canada, right? Isn't that one? Yeah, he's up in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, we we have. Um, I think it's Saskatchewan, if I'm not mistaken, where there's a group up there studying mm -hmm. a certain group of Bigfoot, and they're the ones that are communicating with them. And he's got video, and you this this Bigfoot is just saying his name because my name is Mike, and he kept saying Mike. And mm -hmm. you hear this in this strange voice going by because it's really crazy. Like, oh, that's just crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> just, you know, they're just they're so smart. Yes. Yeah, so, um, question What do you think yeah, is the biggest yeah. difference from the Green Swamp and the Ocala National Forest when it comes to what the area is like? I'll leave it up there for you guys to see it. Well, in the Green Swamp, um, the terrain's a lot different than Ocala. It's, it's a lot more swampy. There's a lot more wild hogs. Um, it's a really huge area. Um, I think that has a lot to do with it. The the food source, there's, there's a big, huge food source in the Green Swamp. Right. From deer to wild hogs, to all kinds of different animals, mm -hmm. armadillos, um, squirrels, right. all kinds of different, uh, birds. There's all kinds of natural foods that you can eat um, from uh, different kinds of berries, different kinds of plants, grasses. Mm -hmm. there's, there's all kinds of stuff you can eat out there. Um, I'll show some of the things on my YouTube channel sometimes and and I actually eat some of it on camera. Yes, he does. There's so much food out there. And uh, Ocala National Forest um, is a lot more hilly and pine. Mm -hmm. And um, there is a... a pretty good difference in the terrain is, is the main thing. So and I think they hang around the water and stuff in the green swamp a lot more. Right. Yeah. So do you think that you would have two different um, species? Yeah, I do. I think, uh, I think in Ocala, you're going to have more of just the, the Sasquatch where in a green swamp, you're going to have a mixture of the skunk ape, the yeah. Sasquatch. Right. And right. what I'm, I'm starting to think too is more of a human type, like an ancient race. Mm. Okay, and yeah, because I'm actually doing their their face camouflage is different. They they look human. Their hair looks human. Mm -hmm. Their faces they blend in like they'll blend in and look like the pine tree that they're standing next to, or mm -hmm. or um like where the sun's shining and hitting all the leaves and making all the leaves look. So they can camouflage pretty easily. Yes, yes, and it's definitely. Making their face look white, just like the leaves. Right. Yeah. Right. It's true. A lot of the photos that you see of them, they are they do get camouflaged right into their environment. Like you really have to look at it. I think yeah. that's part of the reason so many people say this is fake, 
because they just yeah. know yeah. how to blend in to their, yeah, to their is, space. Yeah. When I first started really researching, I was watching Martin Zasky. He's down in South Florida. I was watching some of his videos. And at first I turned it off. I said, this is not real. I turned it off. Mm -hmm. I kept thinking about it. I I said, I need to go back and watch that again. I need to give it another chance Mm -hmm. to watch it. And the more I kept watching his stuff, it's like, wow, that's real. He's showing something real right there. Yes, it's real. Right. I um, Things on my videos. I watched one of your, your videos when I was just out and about today. So I did, I wasn't driving people. Don't panic. <laughs> I have me on the road while I'm watching, you know, Tim and Winnett's video. No, no, it's not what I <laughs> But I found it interesting because you guys were walking around and your viewers actually saw. Yeah. They yes. Will. They'll, they, they'll, they'll see they'll stuff that we don't. And zoom in and, and share right. and say, hey, look, we Right, so they see it right off the bat, and you videos. guys are like, "And I like that." Yeah. Wow, does mm-hmm. that happen a lot? Yeah. We don't film it. Does a yeah, lot, that yeah. happens yeah. quite a bit, actually. Mm-hmm. Wow. And we'll, we'll try to film, and we'll try to zoom way out there, and and film around, and then zoom back in. Right. Yeah, people really like that too, and and that helps us too when they're showing yes screenshots to us and stuff, showing us what they saw. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's great. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, you make it really interactive. You know, I think that's that's like amazing. It just it's a great way of, like you say, raising awareness. And I think the more people you bring into the fold, you know, in a healthy way like that, um, I think you know you have potential. You have future proper future researchers. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we have friends that don't like one friend. She has two sons that have gone out with us and, and they're wanting to go again. They're, they're really interested in Bigfoot and getting yes. out there in the woods and researching. I love it. Mm-hmm. And you're teaching them not to be fearful. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I think that's a really big one, you know, because a lot of people like you, you guys go out during the day, you go out at yeah. night. For some reason, people like to go out at night. It's just like it's like going to a haunted house. It's always haunted. It doesn't matter when yeah. you go, you know. So is it is it the same thing like with Bigfoot? Like they're there like twenty four seven, or they're not? Like yeah, they're there and they are not. Yeah, but we mostly go out, you know, during the during day because you right. can film a lot better. You can film yeah what's going on around you. Yeah, well, it's safe a little bit. Yeah. Safe. Well, you know, especially when you're out in the swamp, safer, you can't yeah. see better. <laughs> But yeah. At nighttime, we've we've caught fun at nighttime. We've That's caught special. sticks being thrown at us at nighttime. Right, right. So, so basically, you're 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 educating people on how to do it. So, let's say, okay, I'm a newbie, okay, and I'm and I I call you up. It's okay. I'm going to go on this property of ours. Yeah, it's like a family family property. I'm going to go out, and I'm. What do I look for? What should I do? How do I protect myself? Do I have to camouflage? Do I have to? Okay. The flashy red hair would be a dead giveaway. So do I have to hide it? Do I have to, you know, stink myself up? Like, what's the best way to just to not be, to not look like I'm going in there to just disrupt their space and to gain trust? You don't have to wear camouflage. Just just go in there natural. The main thing is um, just because you got to be aware of it, there's going to be mosquitoes. Right. Um, to either wear rubber boots or snake bite proof boots because there's going to be snakes. Right. What is want, what we wear? For, yes. Yeah, you just got to be aware of the snakes, the alligators. Right. Um, you want right. to. 
thankfully I don't have to worry about those in Canada. Well, not the alligators anyway. Thank God. You want to look, you want to be aware of, of what's around you. Look, look up in the trees right. as you're walking, stuff like that. But because you, they go up in the trees as well. They will, yes. yes. But also panthers. You got to watch for panthers, stuff like that too. We so. actually have those in the woods here too, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah, the big giant black cats. Mm -hmm. like yeah. They're, they're, yeah, a bit of an anomaly up this far, mind you. Uh -huh. wow. wow. So, so okay. So I, I'm going in there, yeah. and I'm 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 all geared up, ready to go. Safety first. Um, mm -hmm. What what what's the best approach? Do I just walk around and hope to be noticed, or you mean and just act like you're bird watching or something like that? The main thing. Right. They'll, they'll come to you. They'll come to you and watch you. Right. They're curious. Yeah, they're curious, so they'll come and watch you. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, if there's two or three people and they're talking some and stuff too, that that attracts them. That'll yeah. bring them in to watch. Right. Yeah. Wayne says, "Don't send your best friend into that property." It's my best friend. <laughs> come on, take one for the team, buddy. <laughs> so, right. So okay. So it's a curiosity, but. Yeah. You know, when we look at, and I'm just going to back up for a minute, when we're looking at Indigenous folklore, a lot of people believe that maybe they were, you know, that they would attack you and that you would have to fear them. Should we, I mean, should, should somebody like like myself, because I've never done it, for example, um, what, should I be fearful? Should, do I have to do I have to worry about getting eaten or grabbed? Or like, I'm just, I, you know, I'm just asking the question. I know everybody else is out there thinking it. <laughs> I'm the voice of everybody. <laughs> Only from the animals, if there's black bears or panthers, that, right. that's the only thing you yeah. gotta worry about. From so, them, they, they move so fast. If they wanted to kill people, they'd have already been killed a lot of people so far. Yeah. Plenty of times. Yeah. Yes. Do you believe and, in the cannibal theory? That story, do you believe in that? Do you think that maybe some of them could? They'd be like anything? Good people, bad people? I don't think they do here. Here where we're at. I don't think there's um right. They're curious and they come and watch us. And I've seen where, you know, in documentaries that we've watched or, or saw that, like, it seems like they're, to me, it, as far as what I think, I think they're more aggressive in, up north, in the northern part, and hmm. not so much here in the south where we're at. Yeah, that's what I believe. Like, yeah, it does seem that like would, that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. Why mm -hmm. would that be? Do you think? I, I don't know, but but that, I'm just saying that you know that's I. Maybe they're more used to people here. Maybe and, and yeah. up there, there's not as people for property. I don't know. Right, right. Yeah, it's a curiosity. It's yes. a curiosity. Um, there was a documentary that I watched. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, Corey Good, who's a bit of a whistleblower. You know, military whistleblower. Yeah. Yeah. And he made mention that he was at an underground base. Yes. Mm -hmm. And when he went underground, like really down underground, like prior lower levels, that there were Bigfoot down there. And they were just working, you know, with, you know, they weren't held held against their will or anything like that. They were they were just part of this. I guess they had all kinds of different interdimensional beings or, or extraterrestrial beings or should I say, you know, just terrestrial, <laughs> interterrestrial beings. Um, what are your thoughts on that? 
I think their their bodies they're they're so much bigger and stronger than we are too. I think their bodies can handle a lot more than ours can. So I think they can do a lot more stuff like that. Right, right. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, I've also heard of them to kill some of the the enemy in uh, Vietnam. Wow. Yeah, and that's really interesting. Yes, I'm learning all kinds of stuff. God, I'm glad we connected. <laughs> uh, Ray says, "What do you think about the new show Expedition Bigfoot?" Um, I'll, I'll say what I've heard. Some of the people that have been on the TV shows don't, don't believe everything you see on TV. Right. It's like anything. <laughs> right? It's like anything. I've, yeah. I've watched Expedition Bigfoot. I like the fact that they're not quick to jump and say, yeah, it's a good show. It's a good, um, well, I'm glad talk that about they're not so jumpy about it. Counter. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, the shadow thing, you know, they've experienced that they've experienced the orbs, They've experienced, you know, um, what they figure was military or could it have been UFO? Who knows? One of the same, I say. But, um, you know, um, but I like, you know, I like that they don't just, they're not quick to jump to, yes, for sure that was a Bigfoot. Like they're very logical about what they see for the, yeah, you know, for the most part. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that is true. They do not yeah. do that. Right, yeah. and they keep getting in there trying to film, catch something on film. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Because I have to say, I've seen I've seen some research shows, and I'm thinking, I don't know, is this a comedy? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. We're probably thinking the same one. I don't want to just say it. I'm thinking, is this a comedy? Is what is this exactly? But I love them. I just thought the guys were awesome. But I'm like, hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, I, I think that's you know, I I, I think that's always something that. You know, there's a whole mix. Nobody really knows what to believe. I think we need more serious um, stuff put out there. And yeah, I, I commend you guys for sharing your stuff, first of all, because there's a lot of people that just that won't. That mm -hmm. said, we're just not putting it out there. We're not sharing it. We don't want it to get stolen. We don't want people to take it and yeah. do something with it that's not intended to be done with it. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people are afraid to be ridiculed too if they uh, have. They're well, not, they're, yes, mm -hmm. they don't want to be ridiculed. Well, you don't want to see your stuff also end up on on you know a show that's all about debunking it either. You know what I mean? Like you're putting honest stuff out there, and you're trying to educate people. I just mm -hmm. think that there's so much theft out there. Like I always say, if you're going to steal it, or at least do something positive with it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh -huh. Right. So, where where do you see yourself going? You know, with your research. Like, I mean, we all evolve. Let's face it. You know, um, is there is there a certain direction you'd like to go into? I mean, obviously, the quantum thing looks like uh, you know the the way to go. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And I'm going to keep doing more research on mm -hmm. the quantum physics and the science oh, yes. and stuff of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sometimes you have to wonder, you know, are, are we really going to find mm. more or should we quit doing it or should we keep going? Sometimes it really makes you wonder. 
And then you'll I see now, I'm glad I caught that on film. Yeah, that's true. And it makes you want to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at the Patterson film. Come on. I mean, that thing is like, that's been so controversial. Yeah, sure. I has. think anybody who's been serious kind of like, okay, I don't need my work picked apart. I know what I saw. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, but there's there's just, I think, in the age, we're in the age of technology where so much stuff can be fudged that people are leery, I think, of, of what they see. Yeah. They don't know what to believe. I know, right? And that, yeah, um, that's yeah. understandable. They don't know if somebody's making something look real. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I I like mm -hmm. the whole quantum thing, though. I I do because mm -hmm. we're we're also in an age because you know of of internet and things like that and being able to research things for ourselves. There's 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 something a degree of logic about it that people have an easier time accepting. See, this is what is interesting to me. Some people say no, they're just ancient primates of some sort. There's nothing human about them. Other people are are just like you know, it's sort of like that lost, um, like you know, like people when you see the like the giant squid, <laughs> you know, in the depths of the yep. ocean, and they just think mm -hmm. no, these beings just went down to the depths of, the, of our cave systems, and there's you know, there's no intelligence to them. They just sit there. They grunt. Then you have those like, no, they're interdimensional. They just come through portals. You know, it's easier for people to kind of go, no, no, they just come through portals <laughs> sometimes. And it is to think that they actually live in our forest. And then you have people who are on the flip side of that. Yeah. Yes. You know, do you think more people need to research into the whole quantum physics thing? Yeah. Because with me, I mean, I... I hunted for years. I grew up hunting and I never had any kind of sighting at all. Right. And um, once I started researching, now when I look back at certain times, I had a, I actually had encounters, even though I didn't see one. I right. had encounters and things happened that was them doing it. Right. Yeah. See, I like how you word that because this is something Rana talked a lot about as well. And people, I think, have a hard time grasping it. They mm -hmm. can create things like that. They can get into your head. They can, like, they, they can, you know, telepathically communicate with you. They can make you feel nauseous. They can give you those headaches. They yeah, can, they sure can. Yeah. 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 So how you many times? Headache one time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, this um about a year ago when one hit me with the infrasound, it gave me a headache for a couple of hours. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So can you explain the infrasound, um, how it works from the Bigfoot standpoint for those who are listening? The infrasound, from, from what I understand in a couple of my videos, I've seen it from Scott Carpenter. When they open their mouth a little bit and show their teeth, they can emit a like a frequency wow. that's called infrasound that tigers use it. There's um, there's several different kinds of animals yeah, that, use, that it use it right. to, to right. paralyze their prey. So I think they're using it and it gives you a, a um, like a sense of anxiety, a dread feeling, feeling that something's coming out to, to kill you. And um, it affects people differently. Mm -hmm. Puts you into like fight or flight mode. Cause like when I was feeling it, I had a lot of experience in the woods. Mm -hmm. I felt like a bear was coming at me and I was, I was thinking to myself, do I need to draw my gun or do I need to keep filming? And, um, right. I kept thinking to myself, well, I know what it is. I know what's causing it. And I, and I knew I could tell where it was coming from. I was pinpointing exactly where it was coming from. So I kept filming that direction. Mm -hmm. Um, right. if I hadn't have known what it was that was causing it, I would have drew my gun out and been ready to fight. 
because it was that strong. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard people. Not often, though. Not often. Um, Do you, I mean, this is obviously somebody, one of them being in your, like, was this early days? Because it sounds to me like your group that you're observing is pretty used to you, and I don't think they would they yeah, would want to cause harm. A, this could have been like a lone male that was by itself or yeah. something nearby. Right. It was in it was in a nearby area where we have experiences with the group. Wow. So it could have been just a male that yeah. was right. Yeah, just a little overactive. Having a bad day or, or like right. Yeah, so it's like yeah. sort of like a stay away thing, right? Because yeah, I mean it it's is. it's human nature, fight or flight. If you don't feel good yeah. in a certain area, you're gonna you're gonna try to venture out of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, okay, so how many hours do you think you spend on the computer researching your footage from when you were in the field? Good question. A lot. (laughs) (laughs) Almost every evening at the work, yeah. He he really puts the work into it. Like everybody else. Yeah. I I work a full-time job. When I'm home, I'm trying to to look through my video footage and put videos together and, and trying to to zoom in sometimes and see if I think I'm seeing what I'm really seeing on the video footage. And it takes a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it would be, I would think it would be very tedious in a way because you're looking at a forest and you're looking at beings that are masters at camouflaging in the forest. So you really have to have an eye for it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And that's helped me with my tracking too. It's almost like that. We, we can be right. walking through an area and even after some of the group has walked on by, I can, I can spot a track sometimes and hey, tell everybody to come back and look at this. Right. And I have a pretty good footprint. <laughs> right. And I can see it too in the videos when I'm watching the videos and the footage too. Having right. a little bit of eye for detail. Yeah. Well, how long have you been doing this exactly, you guys? Three years, almost right at three years now. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, so you definitely have been able to to get an eye for it for sure. Um, What about Les Stroud's Bigfoot Survivor Man and the evidence he captured? If you've seen it and want to comment on it. Yeah, I've been watching. I think I've watched all his his Bigfoot um, shows that he had on. Yes. Yeah. And he did some really good stuff because you can tell. Like when he's sitting there putting a, a shelter together and he keeps hearing something that makes him stop and look into the woods, something that keeps distracting him that's not normal, that's not right. 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 And he, he went out with Todd Standing as well, variant. That's right. He had an experience out there too. Yeah. 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 Wow. Really? That's interesting. He um actually, he thinks one sat on him while he was sleeping. Yeah, while he was one sleeping. <laughs> He said That's he could, not a light endeavor. <laughs> like even a juvenile would be, uh, you know. Yeah, and I've heard they'll do that if you're if you're sleeping like in a sleeping bag out in the open by the fire during the night. They'll come and they'll actually like sit on you. Is there a reason with. why? <laughs> That's just, is it just to, to just like, to mess with you? Yeah. Out of sense of humor, maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's and crazy. I, I've heard they'll do that. They'll do that. Um. <laughs> If you're sitting at camp, they'll come up behind you and tap you on the shoulder. Oh, so the, so they like to play and, and mind ninja you yeah. a little bit. Yeah. 
<laughs> They're mind ninjas, apparently. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Note yeah. to self. <laughs> okay. All right. That that's it's that's fascinating. I, I I love learning. So this to me is fantastic. Uh Chris, hey Chris, people think the world is overpopulated, but if you think about it, there are vast spaces that are uninhabited, plenty of room for a creature like Bigfoot to exist with little detection. Yeah, there sure is. Yeah, so. even here in Florida, there, there's there's a lot of people moving here in Florida right now too, and the housing area is just yeah, booming. Just crazy. They're building houses everywhere, but there's still a lot of woods, a lot mm. of wildlife management areas. True. There's still right. a lot of places for them. Yeah. Right. So there's definitely a lot of. Uh, let's put it this way: there's a lot of space that the unsuspecting hiker or hunter uh, could encounter such a a being. I always. Yeah. It's always hard for me, you know, because I, I've I've seen so much, you know, just through having abilities and so on, that it's hard for me to look at, at a being like that. Like to me, they're pretty magnificent, and just with their degree of intelligence. And I mean, if they can be social with one another, and they, you know, and they live in in, in social groups, uh, and they're protective of their young, and so on, that it's hard to look at that as being a creature or like for to me it's just another it's just another being you know yeah yeah that's right yeah yeah I mean, call me crazy but i don't know maybe that's just, just funny like that but um um so that brings me to the mentality of people do do you think people just look at them too much as being just a, a, a dumb primate yeah even I though think, i sent tend to think that most primates are smarter than a lot of people i know yeah and also the tv shows as well i that. do too yeah yes right people think that they want to just see like an ape walk out and, and be able to see an ape walk out in front of them when they're not right yeah. that's a hard they're one way too intelligent yeah. their, their camouflage is way too good right yeah. right the i mean i've had i've had people Look, I mean, clearly I agree with you with, with the aspect that they are very clever. If they wanted to hurt mm -hmm. you, they could. I've had yeah, people say, that's true. you know, they've been hunted down with, with, with respects to, not, I wouldn't say hunted down. I mean, they, they've had their cars chased and they are pacing the car. They're able to keep up with the car and they'll cut in front of the yeah. car to the point where if they wanted to hit you and knock you off the road, I'm sure they could. Oh, yes. But they just strategically just get ahead of you and move over, slow you down. Like they're, they're very strategic about what they do. Like there is a plan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, am I yeah. mistaken with that? Or is that pretty much? I think it is. Yeah. I, I think they use that where they're hunting too. When they're hunting deer, I've heard them, how they hunt deer and they'll herd. Right. The deer up and it's almost the exact same way you just mm -hmm. described with yeah. car. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I have to take a, I'm going to make a quick station ID. So uh, station and sponsor ID, because that's, you know, this is what I call the fun part of, of what I do, but this is the business part. So for those of you who are just tuning in, should have done this a while ago, but we'll <laughs> let it go. <laughs> we'll let it go. You are listening to The Outer Realm here on United Public Radio Network, UFO Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7 FM from the beautiful city of New Orleans and Roku people. That's right. Uh, United Public Radio and UFO Paranormal Radio Network, 
have a Roku channel. And we are live on Roku right now. We are fully sponsored by the amazing people over at Folgers Coffee. And we'd like to give them a big thank you. We appreciate you so much. Uh, big thank you to our other sponsor, Justin Snicker, a.k.a. Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, an award-winning composer of Halloween horror, sci-fi, and dark wave electronic music. And you can find him on Bandcamp, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, most streaming platforms. Big thank you to Steve McGinnis, the artist behind the artwork here at the Outer Realm. We are sitting here having a little roundtable parlay with Florida Bigfoot researchers, Tim and Winnett Turner, who have been a wealth of information, I have to say. I mean, I am pretty versed in a lot of things and people will say, you know, just they can ask me pretty much anything. I'm like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. You know, mm -hmm. but I love learning new things. And this is out of the realm for me because somehow as curious as I am about it, I've never really thought to go out and want to actually. <laughs> find one of these guys it's just that fight or flight thing kind of going yeah you know you just gotta back away you can't do everything you know and i grew up in the north and i mean i know they were around mm -hmm. but just never really thought much about it like they're pretty mm -hmm. elusive because they don't, weren't squeezed out of their habitats like they are now i guess yes yeah do you see that being a big problem moving forward you know, in some areas. Yeah, I do because I think there's a lot of energy with the trees, and they're seeing all the trees being cut down, and and like there's been a lot yeah. of um, interactions with the loggers and stuff too. True. Yeah. yeah. So I aggressive think aggressive interaction. Yeah, aggressive. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say that I blame them. I get pretty ornery when I see forests getting cut down too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit like one of those nature lovers, you know, forests and trees, more. things like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, call again, call me crazy, but I'd like to see them stick around for a while. So that's really fascinating that um that they're mm -hmm. they're protecting their space. So yeah, I guess moving forward that would be really hard because we are really squeezing all mm -hmm. sorts yeah. of species of of, of animals, etc. We sure are, yeah. Um, question. Okay. Um, how was hunting butt after 10 camp? I got nothing. This is going to be for you guys. Flat rock, oh, yeah. Flat rock. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. A lot of our friends are on there watching too. Yeah. Oh, I think it's great. <laughs> so this yeah. is, this is, this is for you guys. Stuff. Some of them have actually come to our house. BFO, um, flat rock. They came to our house and stayed at our house with us for the Bigfoot conference we had here. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. So yeah. do you guys speak at the conference? Is this your we, we spoke at two different conferences, like right. um, the Lakeland Bigfoot Conference. We were the first group up. Our our team that we're working with, um, we were the first ones up to speak. Oh good. We spoke some at uh in uh Puna Gorda down in Puna Gorda that had the Skunk Cape Right conference. So we were listening. Right. Yeah. And do do you find that I mean, is it a, a good turnout? Yes, it is really good. Yeah, so there's a lot of people interested in Bigfoot. Yeah, are there a lot of people in your community that have had sightings as well that come to you and and tell you what's going on? Yeah, so there is. Yeah, yes. they'll come to wow. us and tell us. There's there's a lot of, of people um speak at the Bigfoot conference like during their intermissions. They'll go up and tell about their sighting that they had or hitting one with the car. Can you imagine? Or, or just something like that across the road. 
You hit a Bigfoot um, with your car? That's just, that's, yeah. I don't see that going well. That's not for the not car or the common. Bigfoot. But yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, geez. What, what do you do when you hit a Bigfoot with a car? I mean, I've, I've seen people hit a deer, and it's pretty detrimental. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, some people will tell you, like, a full-size Bigfoot will outweigh a deer. Yeah, it sure will. Probably a few hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so um, as far as I um, do some damage to the car and just injure the Bigfoot, I don't, I don't think they've ever killed one. No, no. Well, you know, again, I, I, I've read articles where an injured Bigfoot will just wander off, but literally, again, it's like what we were talking about, mm-hmm. just they just disappear. Yeah, like, no one's do. ever found one, have they? Like a deceased. No, no they haven't. No. I think that too has a lot to do with them uh, being in clans or tribes too. I think they take care of each other. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, no one. Yeah, so if there's one been, hurt, there have been they... people who've come forward and said that they have. One guy came forward and said he shot a Bigfoot, a juvenile, yeah. mm-hmm. and took people to where it was. But I don't think anything's ever come of that. For the most part. You know, I think it disappeared after a while. Yeah, I think it was gone. I think all they, they found some flesh from it, from where he shot it. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing that. Uh, are you guys going in April? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes right. that's the Bigfoot Conference of Cal. Okay. But yeah, we're planning. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. Ron Moorhead's going to be there. Ron Moorhead's coming to that one to speak. David Pilates. Wow. He's going to yeah. be there. So you got a good group of people. Yes. Yeah. Gonna, yes. Are, be are you speaking at that one also, or are you going to go just listen to everybody else? Uh, we're probably going to be listening to everybody at that one. I Which I, that's what I want to be doing. I want to be listening to these guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting to meet them. And <laughs> yes. And getting to them. meet them. And yeah. Oh, Ron is wonderful. I mean, 50 and, years. Yeah, we learned a lot from them. Of research. Mm-hmm. Um some of the incredible sounds that he's captured, but doing much like what you guys are doing, you know, just interacting with a certain group um, seems to be the way to do things. I think instead of bouncing around so much, because, you know, he seems to have gained a little bit of trust, if not Mm -hmm. a great deal of trust. And they, they just seem to sing for him. As I say, you know, he's got amazing stuff as well. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah. I, Several areas that we actually go into and research, and we're, we're trying to stick to just a couple of different areas and just keep going in and interacting with them. Right, right. Oh, hey, Tamara. Tune in late, I see. <laughs> uh, Tamara's one of our regulars. I just like to razz her. Uh, how many dead bear bodies are found? Nature eats it up. Same with Bigfoot. Also, Bigfoot might bury their dead. Finding a dead one might be even harder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Because there's black bears here in Florida, but you never hear of anybody finding any dead ones or any bones or anything from bears. No. Yeah, because people no ask, well, what you know, how come you don't find bones from the dead Bigfoot, but you don't find bones from a lot of the animals. From either. a lot of the animals, yeah. Right. Yes, yeah. that's true. So hear of any bones being found? Have you guys considered doing any sort of a? of a small documentary or writing a book about your experiences, even yeah, like a guidebook. Both. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've been thinking about writing a book and, uh, right. and then also doing like a, um, um, a, a, well, I, want, I think I want to do two different kinds of books. 
want one to mainly help people to learn what to do to, to get out here and research mm -hmm. and another one of our experiences and what, and I think it would be about the documentary as well. Cause we have so much video and all. Oh, I, I think you definitely should write a book. I think you guys would be the perfect candidates for writing an educational book on the do's and the don'ts. And mm -hmm. hello, Steve. Um, the do's and the don'ts with, I guess, if you're a newbie, you know, just educating yeah. people on what to do, how to do it, what not to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I, I'm curious about it, but in the same respect, I'm like, I would have, I, I'd, I'd be a target because his hair is just not going anywhere. So be like, <laughs> I don't know who'd be the, mo the most curious, but um, you know, there's a right way of doing things and there's a wrong way of doing things. There we go. All right. And he's capitalized. He's screaming that out at you. <laughs> he's not wrong. Yep. You come back to my house anytime for breakfast. There yep. we go. He's just screaming yeah. out. You write a book on your tracking skills. There we go. <laughs> I like that capitalize. It just gets the point right out there. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess that's probably what I mean with the do's and don'ts. Properly educating people on how to to properly research these beings. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. To, yeah, you you know, do you think if you guys offered up like, you know, and and. A, I don't know. I mean, there's so many universities and colleges now that are bringing on people such as yourselves, whether it's in the paranormal, whether mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, this sort of thing, whether it's the UFOs for people who just want extracurricular classes to do, even, I don't know, going to a public library and coming out and say, look, we're going to do a talk on this. We're going to teach people how to do it. Maybe bring out a small group of people out into the field. I think you guys would really do well with something like that. Yeah, we've we've actually done it a couple of times where we've let people come out with us with our team that we work with too, mm -hmm. and we try to work with some other researchers too here and there and take them out and show them what we're finding in our areas too. Yeah, yeah that's been working out really good too. Yeah, see, I, I I'd buy a book. Okay, there you go. Line <laughs> them up. Line them up. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, I, I I would actually I would do something like that. Uh, I, I used to do a lot of ghost tours back in the day. Just, just, I find that people, you know, and I would do a lot of public speaking and people, they don't know where to start when they want to, when they decide, like for, in this case, it was, what do we do? You know, hauntings, proper hauntings, proper learning how to use equipment, things like that. Right. That's, was my thing like many moons ago, but they felt better being in a group of people of, who were like-minded who, because they won't, they don't feel foolish doing it. They wanted to learn how to properly mm -hmm. do it. They wanted to be with people that they could share the experience with. Um, <laughs> Adriana, there we go. Yeah. Like we're in the haunted forest in Romania. That was fun too. We got like, leave, go now, run. Okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but, um, you know, maybe that sort of thing. I think you would have a lot of people coming together just so they don't feel foolish. So they do feel like they're with, mm -hmm. you know, people of like mind. Do like a camp out. <laughs> do you go camping out there? Do you guys we, ever we go camping? Over we, we don't like we used to. When, when I used to hunt, grow, grew up hunting, I used to camp all the time. And we used to camp quite a bit. Yeah, we, we did. We haven't as much here since we've been doing this. Yeah. Really? 
because you know it's really out there. No. <laughs> I'm gonna go camping. <laughs> no. I'm just gonna try to sit on the tent. Yeah. No. <laughs> See, that would be fun though, bringing out a group of people. No, and just, yeah, I think it would just put a whole new spin on camping yeah. adventures, and you know, I don't know. I would do it with you guys. I would feel really okay with doing it with you guys. I think mm -hmm. everybody's chiming in, going, "Oh yeah, yeah, it'd be fine, great guys." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> all right, I could go for this." <laughs> You know, something sits on me though in the middle of the night. I'm going to be a little offended. So, <laughs> so, okay. So, what? Um, you know, we're slowly, slowly inching towards the the top of the hour. Um, what do you guys want? You know, what do you want to put out there? We have we do have millions of people who listen <laughs> to the show every night that we're on. Um, what do you want to put out there, like to make make use of the listenership? What do you um, want people to know? Well, one of the main things is the thermal cameras. The, the thermal cameras work off of heat. So right. if you're seeing footage from a thermal camera, it's working off of heat. So there's, it can't be just something that's created on a computer and hopes. So now right. times the camera doesn't, the light doesn't affect it. So um, that's, that's one thing I'm trying to get across to people more and more too, is the thermal camera and the thermal footage. Right. That we're, we're catching these beans and, and they look just like us. A lot of them look human. They're bipedal in the they're way they features and they're standing up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I okay. caught one. I caught one at nighttime that was standing up. I was up on a mound of, of dirt about three foot up and I'm standing there with the thermal camera to my eye and I can foot mm -hmm. tall. He's got a head that looks just like a human. And it looks like he's got a deer across his shoulder. And he's standing there Great just like, like 20, 30 yards from us, pitch black dark. Yeah. How big are you when you can just chuck a deer across your shoulder? Tim, think about yourself trying to chuck a deer across <laughs> your shoulder. That's, that's got to be a lot of girth right there. Yeah, yes. It is, yeah, because you got 150 pounds or more deer that, yeah, to be able to just pick it up and throw it over your shoulder like that and walking around with it. Wow. We can do that. I don't think they'd have a whole lot of problems with an That's individual. That's the main thing with me is the thermal camera footage. Yeah. But I would also like to add that no matter what you believe in, whether it be Bigfoot, paranormal, don't let mm -hmm. people ridicule you. Don't let them learn what you are doing yeah. that you believe in. <laughs> right. I, yeah. I agree. I, I think that a lot of fields fight with that one. Um mm -hmm. Because it's just if it's something that they, I find people who fight it the most are the people who fear it. You know, I think if somebody fears something, they have to make fun of it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. That they, yeah, if they don't we, understand it, they. We think there's some people that that'll do that, and they don't want to know nothing about Bigfoot because they're afraid if they learn about it, then they won't go back in the woods. They, they, oh. won't, or they won't go back and run or, or walk or enjoy it anymore. Right. Yeah. I, I agree with that. It, it just, it makes it real. Mm -hmm. it, it's sort of one of those out of sight, out of minds, like, oh, I'm not listening. <laughs> you know, I don't want to know. But it, it's that, that's, that's life though. You know, we, we share space mm -hmm. with so many other beings out there. And yep. I think life keeps us so busy that we don't, we fail to pay attention. When you're taking that walk in the woods, 
especially when you're in the deep woods or the Everglades and you're in a quiet space mm -hmm. to think that you're alone to me is just like ludicrous. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, um, okay. Quick question here. Tamara, there we go. Here, yeah, you woke up from your nappies, eh? <laughs> Do you find the paranormal encrypted or cryptic overlap in the field? Yeah, we do. As far as like, cause, cause we're getting orbs, we're getting them where we think they're they're cloaked. The Bigfoots are cloaked, um, mm. and we're getting the different types of beings too. That's more than just the Bigfoot and the skunk apes. So I, I think it is. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so you think, yeah, they're cloaking then. Yeah, we think That's they're cloaking too. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, have you have you found that on your your cameras? It's again, it's that sort of that, that translucent, iridescent, wavy little field. Like yeah, I think, the distortion. I, think the I guess. More, yeah, it's more translucent. Not not really that they're just disappearing or you can't see them at all. But it's more like translucent. Yeah. Where you can still see there's something there that, yeah. Yes. Do you think with that being said, and I'm going to go back to Chris's, Chris has got a question here and I, and I would like to add to that. Like he's saying, do you think Bigfoot could exist in Central Park and NYC? My question was along those same lines. If they can cloak, yeah. how do we know they're just not, if you don't know, people aren't paying attention, that whole wave thing, they could be anywhere. I have a couple of friends that send me pictures of them in their houses where they're, but they're, they're like translucent like that, but yet you can kind of see that they're there. And even um, one of my friends had one walk off of his porch and left a big, huge footprint. Mm -hmm. And he showed me the footprint with his, with a, a big ruler there. Yeah. In the so house. I think in, yeah, in, in his house. house. Yeah. A couple different people in the house. <laughs> see, I have boundaries. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how I would really do with that. Yeah. Wow, in the house. So yeah, how does right, yeah. something so, so I think big and heavy just how do we not notice something like that? I think it's because they can they can move between dimensions, they can oh. be transparent. So they are following people home, basically. Yeah, just, sometimes just, they do, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh. So Wayne says, do you think the cloaking is a technology or is it something natural within the being itself, bestie? You know, I hate that word creature, just saying. Not really more to do with the, the quantum physics. Right. Um, the way they're able to use energy. Right. Yeah. Right. It's just happened. how they're manipulating the energy. Yeah, manipulating energy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 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 That's also really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. Um Hi, James. Uh, there's so many different ways to go out and look for Bigfoot in different areas. Yeah, there's a room. Your house, apparently, James. You just got to <laughs> sit there and just where it is. Do you think the coyotes are being pushed out of forest by cryptids? James just recently had a Bigfoot group. And it's got the, the big red one that we have. Um, people have been reported seeing um, here in Central Florida. And he, he actually caught it on, on video. I was looking at it today. One of my friends uh, took a screenshot and sent it to me. Mm -hmm. And I, I looked back at his footage and looked at it, and it looks to me like the big, it's, it's a really big, huge one. Um, one hunter, he took us in and showed us exactly where he saw it. Right. And he right. said it, it stepped out on the trail, and he thought it was fixing to kill him. And he said it stepped right back into the woods and went on. 
And he said, he it, said made, it was huge. He said it made Arnold Schwarzenegger look like a kid. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Said the head was a little girly man. Yeah. yeah. And wow. I think caught him caught it on video. Yeah. Oh, that's insane. That's insane. So obviously they could turn up pretty much just about anywhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, when Tamara says coyotes, for example, I'm going to say food source. I'm going to elaborate on that with food source being pushed out of the forest. Um, do you think, think by cryptids the into the cities? Yeah, maybe they're fearing. I think as I we think they use the coyotes, though. I think yeah. we use them to hunt. Yeah. We've been out a couple different times at night where I've heard a like a howl, almost like a howl yell. And then the coyotes will start up howling, yelling, and yelping. And, right. and it was not a coyote that started it. So I think they somehow are able to work with the coyotes or manipulate them. Right. Yeah, I, I would think that it's yeah. sort of something. a double-edged something, you know? Like, yeah. I, I think being, like, like, like a coyote, well, you coyotes, for example, you know, just trying to venture out of the forest into a safer place, being in communities, crazy coyote, I don't clue, but this thing apparently can just manifest anywhere it wants. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, you know, uh, and is it because they're doing that and we're squeezing out, habitats for including Bigfoot you know if this is another reason they're just venturing out or are they just so used to people infringing on their space yeah, that now they're, they're like free for all yeah that's right and they'll also the coyotes that come into neighborhoods looking for food too looking right. for people's cats or small dogs yeah, or stuff like that as well. yeah yes yes so okay so we've tackled you know obviously the best tool of the trade here to make it a bit more foolproof would be considered like the thermal i love thermal imager i do i, I think mm -hmm. it's it's really a great piece of equipment to um you know to work with this sort of thing hands down um people out there okay people you know if you're not interested if you're scared learn about it doesn't mean you have to go walk out into the woods, and it doesn't mean the woods in your backyard has anything to worry about. Because no. clearly, right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You see, <laughs> just it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, so, you know, if you're catching something's eye, meh, <laughs> you know. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I think every field has its share of bad seeds, and unfortunately, you know, all we can do you know, in your case and in, in this part of your field is just doing what you do best, you know, present it and just like make of it what you will. Here it is. If you don't have anything good to say, yeah. don't say yeah. it at all. That's right. That's it's right. an opinion. It's a perception. It's, it's right. just how we perceive it, how mm -hmm. others perceive it. I think in the end, working together is really the only, it's the only key. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we learn more that way. Yes. Yeah. Well, you, you do, and if you if you fear something and you learn about it, maybe it takes away that fear. Like you're saying, you know, you've got this great rapport, and and they're watching you and throwing little twigs at you. A twig could be a boulder. A twig could be like a a, a tree arm. You know, like but they're yeah. not. They're but they're they're, yeah. they're throwing little things to play with you. Yeah. They're allowing their young to come and take bait from you how do they yeah. they don't know it's not poisonous they don't know what it is i mean it's like okay it's food but like they're trusting like you've yeah, built this relationship or intentions as well yeah well yeah. i also believe that they're telepathic if they can 
if they can manifest and if they can cloak and if they have all of these phenomenal abilities, you know, they're going to be able to read, I believe, telepathically read who you, what you're all about, read your energy, read your mind, your thoughts. If they can put out, you know, this, this sound that can cripple you pretty much, I yeah. truly believe they can communicate with mm -hmm. you. Yes. And if you guys don't exhibit any sign of threat, I do truly think this is why you're getting the results that you're getting. You're building trust. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so. For yeah. sure. You know? Yeah. Um, know nature and, mm -hmm. and we're not there to hurt and them, and them or yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Pamela says they do. They are great researchers. We have a really great fan base, and I love it. I yeah. love it. There's so many positive comments in the stream. Um, you know, keep keep it coming, guys. We have a couple more minutes. Uh, so, lastly, then, how do people find you? Uh, you know, if they have a story they want to share with you, or maybe yes, they'd like you to to come and. And research with them or they come research with you or follow what it is you guys are doing yeah if they'll go on our youtube channel and comment because I, I i try to reply back to everybody on the comments yeah and our group page yeah and our group page now on facebook as well yeah oh that's fantastic yeah. mm -hmm. and you're interested in hearing other people's stories as well yeah, we're oh, sure yes. we're, Florida yeah. or anywhere yeah. yes anywhere. yeah, yeah. We're, we're all over the world so you just yeah. might <laughs> so. Well, I really want to thank you guys for Definitely. coming on. This, this has <laughs> been a lot of fun. It's yes. been educational. If anything, I was explaining to people before we started that how Tim and I connected because you commented on Ron Morehouse and you explained what you did. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a lot of big names that come on the show. Like, I mean, from all walks of life with respect mm -hmm. to the top of their fields, wherever that may be. Right. And it was nice to just to have somebody say, no, this is what we do. And, you know, and I'm thinking I would really like to explore this because it just shows everybody that, you know, I can go out and do this too. You yeah, know, I can go out and experience yeah. this and have these, these experiences and gain this knowledge and conquer my fear. And if they sit on you when you're sleeping and well. manifest in your house and stuff, okay. Stuff <laughs> so, so I did not know that now I'm going to be kind of like, hmm. <laughs> so, you know, but I, I, this has really been, um, this has really been a lot of fun. I've really, really enjoyed it having you guys on. Thank you. Thank you. I've loved it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, there's a lot of people listening. I will I will reach out. Um, one, I mean, I'll be on the soundboard for another hour after the show is done. But once all our servers roll in, I will let you guys know how many people are actually listening tonight. And I'll make sure you guys have links to the show, to to this, you know, the, the YouTubes. Okay. And, yeah. and SoundCloud, of course, our audio is much bigger audience because mm -hmm. we're an FM network. So okay. our audio archives tend to do the best. And um, of course, you guys will definitely get the links to that as well. And Pamela, that would be nice. We would love to have you. We would love to have you anytime. I'm glad you guys had a really good time. Uh, been awesome. Yeah. Saw a light flash behind the woman. Winnet, you got a big foot in the house. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, oh. I, I don't even laugh anymore because... According well, to you guys, that could be a thing. And they do give flashes of light as well, don't they? Yeah, they sure do. They yeah. do. Mm -hmm. Well, then. Well. <laughs> we will leave that right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> but thank you guys for joining uh, joining me tonight. And I know Amelia wishes she could be here, but you know she's under the weather. It's just the time of year. Um, so you write that book, you know, and you have an open door policy to come back on the show. We would love to hear all about it. Yeah, all right. thank you. Yeah, we'd love to be back again. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank, so, thank you for having us. Yeah, this has been awesome. So much, yeah. My honor. It's just been a lot of fun. And thank you for everything that you do. Keep up the good work and um, just, per just persevere. You know, you guys are just obviously doing it right. And a lot of people, not necessarily. So, you know, I'm going to get hate mail. I know it. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you and good night. And I will be good in touch. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. Everybody in chat. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> good night. Well, we have come to the end of another fantastic show. I just love how this worked out. Seriously. I, I mean, you see, you just comment and you just never know what's going to come of it. It's just I just automatically felt drawn to Tim to his comment. And when he explained that he and Wynette do this, I thought, you know what? This would be fantastic. So I really had a great time. I hope you guys had a great time. Big thank you to them. They were just wonderful, wonderful people. And thanks to everybody in chat. You guys always make it that much more fun. Always make it that much more fun and more interactive. So thank you guys for that. Uh, big thank you to Folgers Coffee for being a part of our journey tonight and every night that we are on. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Big thank you to Justin Snicker, Dr. Snick, the sonic surgeon, for um, providing us with your, your music and your voice and you know, just our intro, outro, just completely rock. And thank you to Steve McGinnis for your amazing artwork. We appreciate you. If you like the show, wherever you're watching, please either subscribe, join, follow, whatever, whatever the case may be. We appreciate your support and we work very hard to bring you the absolute best. If you'd like to see a guest on the show or you would like to be a guest on the show, uh, we do have a waiting list. I'm <laughs> just saying, I think we're into April now, um, but we're always happy to have something different. So contact us at the outer realm contact at gmail.com. Again, the outer realm contact at gmail.com. Find us at the outer realm uh, on Facebook as well. And just click the email button and uh, just tell us what you got going on. So tomorrow night we have another interesting guest who will be on for the very first time, Max Hawthorne. And he's going to be discussing his book, Monsters and Marine Mysteries. I'm all that. It's a few Canadian ones in there too. So I am just looking really forward to that. And um, yeah, so we're done. I think I'm just still reading. So I came back to your aura. Well, thank you, Chris, coming back to my aura. It's a little bit tired, but I will take it. So anyway, thank you, guys. Good night. We'll see you tomorrow.